0: hello and welcome to a special edition of model railroad hobbyist podcast i'm your host paul gillette most of you are aware that about a week or so ago exact rails sent out a notice to their current dealer network that effective i believe it's the first of may they would be uh, no longer going to market through dealers instead opting to go Uh, direct to consumer. I mean, they're not the only person that does this. Fast Tracks does it, and there's others. But it's a change, and it's stimulated a whole lot of discourse, rumor, misinformation on the various Model Railroad forums. So I contacted Blaine Hadfield at uh, Exact Rail and said, why don't we cut to the chase? So we were unable to get together live, so to speak. So what you're going to hear is an explanation by Blaine as to why they did what they did. Uh, being a businessman, being in product management and past life, I understand what he's saying. I uh, used to be in the injection molded industry. I relate to what he's telling me, and sometimes you have to make the hard choices to go on. But you make up your own mind. Again, here's Blaine Hadfield at Exact Rail to explain. You know, the backstory behind their decision.
1: Hi, Paul. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you for the invitation and the opportunity.
0: As you know, ExactRail has
1: chosen to reposition our business so that sales channels are consumer direct. After May 1st, 2012, releases from ExactRail will be available exclusively from ExactRail.com. We look forward to serving our customers directly. This decision is motivated by a number of factors. Most significantly, cost of production has increased considerably over the last two years. We have absorbed most of these increases through our margins. However, as we consider the sustainability of these trims, our conclusion is that the best solution to serve the consumer is through a more direct model. By serving our customers directly, we hope to be able to maintain lower prices. The purpose of my presentation is to give some of the backstory of our decision to be consumer direct. My comments give attention to three specific areas of discourse. ExactRail's unique position as a domestic toolmaker, our intentions to raise the bar for ExactRail products going forward, and an account of these considerations vis-a-vis the state of the industry. With respect to our business, ExactRail is unique. We have a large machine and product development department. And this frames our company differently than other companies of our type. No other major model train company, which I would describe as one that is aggressive about model development, develops products domestically to the extent that we do. Tooling is a time and an investment-intense process, and ExactRail is proud to have a fully realized and professional tool shop, with machining centers and injection molding presses, we bear the investment and maintenance costs of these machines, which, as you may know, is considerable. Furthermore, we employ veteran master machinists and specialized engineers proficient in mold design. We mold our own plastic, which requires people to perform QA on plastic shots, to disprove them, to inventory and prepare shipments to our manufacturing partner. All of this translates into cost above and beyond what our competitors bear. We believe that there is an upshot to doing business in this way. Specifically, it allows us to be the masters of our own products. However, as margins get tighter, we need a course change so to continue serving our customers well. By placing the process of tooling within our own facilities, I mentioned that ExactRail is able to be the masters of our own products. Really, though, we are positioning ourselves to serve our customers with products that defy the status quo. The process of tooling relate primarily to four domains, design, toolpath, machining, and injection molding. In loose terms, each domain constitutes 25% of the build process when evaluated by the metric of personal input. At each domain, decisions are being made which bear directly into the design itself. When we make these decisions... We direct our products so that the values and interests of prototype modelers are best captured in the products themselves. Design is the domain of work associated with drawing the model in a CAD-type software of some kind. For many manufacturers, the design process ends here. Because ExactRail is active in creating our own mold, this process also includes the act of deconstructing the model into individual parts and doing so in such a way that those parts are moldable. Toolpath is the domain of work associated with mapping those parts onto molds and programming a CNC machining center to mail the part cavities. Machining is the act of physically creating molds from stock material to finished pieces, and an injection molding is the act of parts creation with injection molding presses. As I mentioned, in loose terms, each domain constitutes about 25% of the build process. The sheer volume of decisions uh, that we make about our products is such that the task of directing development with similar clarity is a practical impossibility via an overseas vendor. Now, this is not to say that overseas vendors cannot be extremely talented. The evidence for their ability is in the products we enjoy. However, overseas vendors don't drive innovation. Manufacturers do. As ExactRail develops our products, we hope to show the industry new benchmarks. We are moving upward. The result is that we view domestic tooling as non-substitutable for our commitments to be realized, the implications of which bear into the cost structure of our company. With more stringent tooling standards for ExactRail quality, the new projects that we have in development are highly authentic replicas. As a reference for our conversation, consider the Pullman Standard 4427 Covered Hopper. Rail's 4427 Covered Hopper consists of four mold sets. A mold set is the tooled components that comprise the mold. The part count for the 4427 is 105 pieces. The median shot count, where shots is a term for the number of injection molded units for a production of Of 4427 covered hoppers, is approximately 20,000 units. This week, Exactrail completed molds for a new project. Since we are not yet ready to make an announcement, I will refer to this model as the Alpha Project. The Alpha Project consists of eight mold sets and a total part count of 143. In total, there are 88,191 shots to service the first production of the Alpha car. So by the numbers, the difference between the PS-2 CD4427 Covered Hopper and the Alpha project is a 100% increase in tooling costs, a 36% increase in assembly costs, when costs are measured solely by part count. Additionally, assembly and painting complexity is increased, the effect of which always elevates costs to a degree determined on a per-car basis. The considerations for which usually have to do with the specifics of the assembly and painting processes themselves. By the way, has it been mentioned that costs in China are on the rise? When it comes to being consumer direct, the Latin energy behind the equation is not the depth of the distribution network. Our distribution networks have performed well for us. The issue at hand is the end cost for the consumer. Our costs have increased considerably over the last two years. Much of the increase has been absorbed through our margins. We would like to drive the industry forward by making the next step in authenticity. This has cost implications as well, and the answers can't always be raising prices. We don't believe that this is a sustainable course. We have reviewed our business thoroughly. For ExactRail, the overwhelming majority of our sales are to Internet-related businesses. In these cases, our merchandise literally passes from our hands to their hands to your hands with a 20-30% to markup. Insofar as this is the case, the markup is pure cost that the consumer bears, even if it is packaged by way of a discount from MSRP. This fact is descriptive. We understand it to mean that the majority of consumers are made aware of our products by way of our own web and print advertisements, and then they turn to their computers to purchase. We have surveyed our business very carefully. We feel the best solution for customers is to serve them with a direct model. We like to employ people. We are proud that we design and build our own products. We appreciate that we are bucking the trend of being a marketing and research arm for a Chinese manufacturer. We, con- we serve consumers better when great products are more affordable. We have taken a strong position we would like to keep costs down by avoiding the sharp markups required of future product in our review everything points to this course of action in the end this represents a dramatic change for our business we hope that our customers will see the merits of this change moreover we hope that you will purchase based on our contributions to the industry and the value of exactrail products thank you
0: so i want to thank blaine hadfield of exactrail for coming uh here to share his thoughts today the reasoning behind what they had to do like i said i understand a lot of what he said and i know it's never an easy decision like this so again thank you very much i hope the listeners have enjoyed it you certainly have a lot more information straight from the source uh stay tuned for the next model railroad hobbyist podcast